0: What's up Nation? My name is Nancy. I am the producer of this podcast. This week we are re-releasing an oldie but goodie from the vault all about total ACoS. Tacos is another way that we refer to total ACoS. It's often misunderstood but it's a key metric for many Amazon PPCers and their clients. This episode explains why bid optimization is the magic behind it all. Big thank you to Destiny Wishon of Better AMS for making this episode possible. I hope you enjoy it. It's a great episode. Take notes, and I'll see you in the Badger again
1: I've launched campaigns and picked keywords. I've got my bids, set placements too. Now, bad mistake. What's going on, Badger Nation, and welcome to the PPC Den podcast. Today is a special episode, as they always are. To be honest, uh, today's special episode, I have the talented friend on the show, Destiny from Better AMS. Destiny, how are you doing today?
0: I am doing amazing. Incredibly excited to be here again. Favorite podcast, possibly.
1: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I recently saw on LinkedIn, you posted some awesome photos. It looks like you got the team together in Las Vegas for prosper. How was that? It
0: was incredible. We got to connect with so many people that we built strong virtual relationships with. So getting to see them in person was just exponential.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I should go to prosper next year? Cause I was not there this year.
0: I would highly, highly recommend it for anyone interested in getting closer with people in the space. Definitely go to prosper.
1: Right on. All right. I think you've convinced me, you know, uh, our other mutual friends of ours have also told me to go. And why didn't I, uh, I don't know, but I got massive FOMO. Uh, I was like, damn, I should have gone, but that's awesome. Was that the first time the full team got together in person?
0: Um, It was not. So we typically do a year end retreat in Mexico or somewhere tropical where it's 100% no work. And then we try Mm -hmm. to layer in a mid-year retreat, which just happened to be around the same time as Prosper. So we combined the two and it was super cool. Incredibly proud seeing everyone walk the floor and just network. It was a really awesome moment.
1: Yes. That's awesome. I think they're moving the dates of prosper isn't it going to be in the summer or no the spring next year
0: yeah 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 110 degrees the majority of the week so hopefully in march it's a little bit cooler
1: right on uh i actually i actually uh am a big fan of the heat so that kind of uh, gets me pumped up yes Uh, so we are going to be talking about a a topic today, which is on the lips of almost everybody who is managing Amazon PPC. And it's a topic that uh, we've touched on on the show, but I feel like we haven't done a deeper dive onto it. And that metric is total ACOS. Some people say ad cost of total sales. Some people say blended ACOS or adjusted ACOS. Have you heard this metric go by any other names? Tacos tacos, just the, literally the word tacos, taco uh, party. Taco <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so optimizing for total a cost, uh, which is of course the ratio of your ad spend to your total sales. And, you know, right off the bat loaded question, is this the most important metric inside Amazon advertising?
0: I would say it's incredibly important. I
1: you can't pick one you can't pick one i can't you can't pick one, can't. <laughs> can't
0: it's, pick one. it's in the top five also it's got
1: to be in the top five what's up
0: we could we can really spice this up and okay. um have a competition for one person who shares this and tags us we can buy a taco party dinner
1: whoa i'm down know. for that
0: That may be out there. You may edit that out later, but I think it's a tough thing to be like, we'll get you tacos.
1: One person. It's, you know, I have to imagine that the, the many shares that will be shared. We'll have to sift through those, put those in a random list picker and send him some tacos yeah i'm down for that let's do it I'm so uh,
0: excited. <laughs> we've
1: never had a giveaway on this show before so i'm actually I'm, i'll am i be honest i'm freaking out a little bit this is a big deal uh, this is our first giveaway so yes taco party for one i think is what is what we're saying <laughs>
0: Tacos for one pr- I love tacos, so I'm like so excited for pictures. Is this going to come
1: in the form of a Taco Bell gift certificate is the question.
0: We we should probably do something easy like that. That's <laughs> Don't let it spiral.
1: That's very easy. Cause otherwise we have to like find the location where this person is, find yes. the local, local taco shop and then like do a door dash to their door. So yes, uh, Taco Bell gift certificate is the way to go. Get some Baja blast. I'm and uh, that's the thing to do. So Tacos, total ACoS, adjusted ACoS, blended ACoS, at cost of total sales, also known as A ACoTS, which is a word that I'd like to think I came up with that nobody likes to use because ACoTS is very difficult to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't blame anybody for it. You know, I also tried to call search term graduation, research, peel, stick, and block, which is a complicated mouthful of words. The acronym was RPSB. It makes no sense. This is my life destiny. Um, <laughs> but we are going to be talking about total ACOS today and most people love it. It is definitely a top. So I've conceded by the way, I call it to- total ACOS now. It does hurt me a little bit that, uh, I'm not, well, you know what? I'm just not as influential as I thought. Uh, it never caught on, but yes, we're talking about total ACOS that De- you heard destiny say it's the most important metric. <laughs> um, and I think everybody knows it is the ratio of your ad spend to your total sales. Got it. So if you your total Amazon company did $100,000 last month and you spent $10,000 on ads, you'd have a total ACOS of 10%, regardless of what your actual ACOS is. You can have an ACOS of 100% or an ACOS of 1%. But as long as that ratio we're looking at is your ad spend to your total revenue is what we are considering here. And there are some real reasons why people consider this a lot, because obviously it has does have an impact on their bottom line profitability. Um, We're going to be getting into ways to think about and ways to consider total ACOS uh, as we go through here. Uh, But an interesting place to begin is. Just having one, and I'm sure that a lot of companies out there have one. And regardless of what it is, um, I think it's an interesting question. You know, if you were going to be coaching somebody on what their total A cost should be, how would you guide them through that process? Like, why not pick a? I want a total A cost of one percent. What's you know is that good? I want a total A cost of fifty percent. Is that where I should be picking it? how would you walk somebody through this process of trying to determine what it should be?
0: Yeah. So we, we audit a ton of accounts and we manage quite a few accounts as well. And what we typically see is average TACOS for a really healthy account is around 10%, maybe 5% if they're very healthy organically. Um, If they're below 5%, that's, that can be fine. But in our, Conditions of Amazon now, it can be assumed that they're leaving a lot of money on the table if they're running less than five percent. Like they're probably very heavily profitable. Their organics doing well, but we've seen them start losing market share as of late, just due to top of search being incredibly saturated with ads. Um, On the flip side, if you're in a high growth account, you're a newer account, watching a lot of asins, trying to get a stabilized organic ranking. We've seen anywhere from you know ten to twenty percent being a healthy target TACOS, knowing that you're probably not ranked at number one. So in order to drive more volume, you have to run ads to get to the top of the page to really get customers to see you. Uh, two other variables I'll throw out there. We've seen apparel can have a much higher TACOS because a lot of people shop around looking for something that's aesthetically pleasing. They don't just look for a lower price point or highest reviews. They look for different designs, different styles, and they're more willing to maybe click around on ads. And then um, anything like typically consumer packaged goods, anything with a high repurchase rate or a very high lifetime value, sometimes those seller brands will have a higher TACOS because they know if they can get someone to purchase once, that customer will come back three to four times, their lifetime value can be higher.
1: Hmm. So, you know, you hit the nail on the head. And if I could summarize a little bit of that, if your total A cost is too low, your profitability might be very high, but Amazon operates very differently than Google ads does where Amazon wants you to spend more. So if you step on the gas a little bit and you are, you know, getting, you know, a thousand orders at 1% total ACOS versus, you know, Five thousand orders at a five percent a cost, your overall business health is going to be better with the higher amount of orders that you want still within your threshold of profitability um, because you know revenue begets more revenue. Um, on amazon so the more you have today it's a strong indicator that you will have more next month as well so yeah you don't want to be on the break you want to be stepping on the gas going on that so that was a really good walkthrough of of how to think about and how to consider that and we had a great episode that we talked about you know, at what stage of the game are you at and how you should plan out those goals, which was a good one. Uh, I don't remember the episode number, but we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, it was a really good one talking about how to set goals at different stages of the game. So let's say someone has walked through this process and they do want, you know, maybe a pretty typical 10% total A cost. Um, and let's say they run the numbers, their, ad, their total ad cost of sales is 20%. It's way above where they want to. What even influences this? Like what can you actually pull on? What are the levers to influence total ACOS to even get us to a desire to our desired total ACOS?
0: Yeah, of course. So Amazon advertising, I like to say, is a pretty small part of the equation. So when we're looking at TACOS, you have your advertising spend, like you mentioned, divided by your overall sales. So when you're looking at improving that TACOS number, you either need to decrease your ad spend or increase your organic sales. Mm -hmm. So once you figure out which one makes the most sense for you, then you can start breaking it down even further. If you want to decrease your ad spend, you can look at how you can be more efficient with your budget distribution and your bid management. So that way you can run more profitably with your ads. Or you take a look at your total sales, your organic sales, and you identify the issue there. Are my organic sales you know, lower because I'm not ranking well? If yes, that's a whole different you know, equation to look at. Why am I not ranking well organically? Can I push more with ads to influence that? What can I do there? Um, or is it just a market share problem? If so, then maybe I need to crank it up on ads. But those are kind of the high level picture that we look at, and then we break it out into some of the smaller pieces
1: yeah exactly like increase organic sales is one metric that has hundreds and hundreds of factors that influence it so you know even something downstream like improving conversion rate could improve organic sales improving your star rating could improve or like not only organic sales but all of your sales so like there's a lot of things like amazon is all about synergizing all of these different factors um And all of them ultimately influence, you know, the big levers of are you, can you lower ad spend? Can you improve organic sales? Can you improve your advertising efficiency, which is, you know, more sales for the same amount of ad spend? So, you know, get a better ad cost of sales from it. And I think it's interesting too with total ACOS a lot because I, you know, this is this is being recorded in summer 2021. If you're listening to this in the year 3000, uh, and this is what I'm called the summer of rising. Can you imagine? Can, 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 can you imagine this podcast is just going to be around, like just sitting on Apple Podcasts forever potentially? Um, that's,
0: intimidating.
1: that's wild. <laughs> I don't like,
0: think I'll regret anything I say in 10 years.
1: You know, all the great minds of history. All their stuff is, you know, I I don't know what Benjamin Franklin sounded like. Um, you know, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> imagine if you had a podcast and you could just go and listen to Benjamin Franklin's podcast. Back on track. This is the summer of rising CPCs. And with these rising CPCs is coming either the same amount of spend for fewer sales because you have to pay more per sale or more spend for the same amount of sales because CPCs are higher. A hyper focus on total ACOS can push you. Like we were just talking about like stepping on the gas with Amazon. You don't want to be too low on the brakes. And like nobody, I've never heard anybody have like a total ACOS goal of 1% because they understand that if my total ACOS goal is too low, then that's going to sort of like take the oxygen out of my Amazon my sales on Amazon because it's going to be solo. I'm going to be spending nothing. My competitors who are spending are going to have better ranking signals, you know, all of those good things to boost themselves up. Yeah. Um, they're going to have, you know, more reviews, all of, all of that good stuff that comes from just getting more orders on the same token. You wouldn't want a hard line on your total ACOS for ever because you could get into situations where you have, you know, it's not as an extreme as a 1% total ACOS, but it is maybe lower than it should be. And it's giving you the effect of stepping on the brakes. And a lot of people want to grow. So a lot of people want to be stepping on the gas, but they might not realize that, Hey, I've been at 7% total ACOS forever. And in order for me to continue to be at 7% total ACOS, I had to, you know, lower my cpcs because cpcs are just generally going up now now all of a sudden that seven percent a cost is the equivalence of what maybe four percent would have been for that company three years ago where they would have said like hey that's way too low i'm stepping on the brakes so i believe is happening a lot right now people have a total a cost goal that is out of alignment with their overall business goal they're looking at their total a cost goal they have a hard line it's firm, it's unmovable, and then they shrink ad spend because their CPCs went up, so they're shrinking ad spend, yeah. and then they can start to get maybe fewer organic sales from it, and then they can maybe get, you know, then they look at their total A cost it went up, so they have to lower ad spend again. They lower ad spend again, they get fewer orders per month, they get fewer organic sales, so they lower ad spend again, and this kind of, like, downward spiral is, is the opposite of the flywheel, that, like it often gets talked about. And this is a, this is a scary thing that I see happening to companies. This sort of my total a cost is too high. I'm going to lower my budgets and then I'm going to, you know, subsequently have fewer sales, fewer organic sales, so on and so forth. Uh, are you, I talked a lot just now. Uh, what are your, like, what does all this bring up for you?
0: There, there are two really, Big factors that also come into play here. One, I completely understand where brands are coming from. Supply chain costs are increasing, cost per clicks are potentially increasing, competition's increasing. So it's so easy to see that, and on the micro level, be like, oh my goodness, I need to cut back my ad spend and focus on profitability because it's a business of cash flow. But when you look at things at that micro level, I think it does hurt you in the long run, potentially, because at the end of the day, Amazon's not what it used to be. It's not what it was five years ago when you could throw up a few auto campaigns, have an incredibly amazing ACOS and make money on your ads. And no one really wants to hear that. And I think it can be really hard to believe for a lot of the legacy brands in the space, but it's just a whole different industry nowadays. And I'm having that conversation across the board with COVID playing a big role. You know, last year we saw astronomical numbers across the board because everyone moved to Amazon to purchase, you know, they didn't want to go in stores and risk getting COVID. And now that we're seeing numbers stabilize combined with the increased cost, it's squeezing out a lot of brands. So I have sympathy for the brand owners who are in this position because I know what they're looking at from a PL standpoint. I know it's incredibly hard. And It's been very difficult to navigate these conversations But on the flip side, when I'm looking at what's in the best interest of the brand, it's really hard to tell them to cut back and just drop volume. Because the moment your volume slows down, it's going to affect your whole business. And the easiest way to articulate that is to tell anyone listening to this podcast, go to Amazon, type in your number one, number two, top volume driving keywords. First thing you're going to see typically is a very large headline search ad possibly with custom imagery on it, that takes up 30% of the page. Directly below it, you're going to see anywhere from four to six now sponsored product placements. Your organic listing, regardless of your number one, is not showing up until a consumer scrolls down. It's not amazing, but it's the state of the business. So you have to be realistic and you have to play the long-term game if you're going to survive in this industry.
1: Yeah. You know, every once in a while, I'll see a headline from Google uh, so people that do Google SEO always hate that like Google is like pushing down organic rankings and they're filling the screen up with Google ads over there. And it's it's a little bit more obvious there. Like, you know, it, it gets talked about over there. And it's like a big deal because, you know, an organic listing on Google versus a paid listing on Google typically takes you to a very different spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I think is so interesting on Amazon is... A lot of normal consumers have no idea like what's an ad and what's not. So it doesn't really matter to them. So with the increase in ad placements all over the place does come a decrease in organic sales as well as an increase in CPCs. So understanding what this number is and and kind of relearning like what goals look like on Amazon is an important step that everyone should be taking now. Um, You know, I think most people knew that, hey, I need different goals on Amazon than I do with my Google product listing ads. I think most people accepted that. And now I think you need different goals today moving forward than you did last year on Amazon. And it's just the game that it changes fast. Uh, You know, in my years of doing Google ads, it never changed this fast, Um, but it's changing faster on Amazon. You know, they... Are the newest major ad platform so like they're developing their own you know foundation still so it's just something that we're along for the ride for and you know really asking ourselves like well what do you do with all of this information so you know i hear and i see some scenarios where people almost want to set a total a cost goal on a per product basis um i think the first thing to realize is like, is that even possible? Can you get a really strong product ad report for sponsored brands? No. Amazon right.
0: doesn't give you that data at it all. It literally
1: doesn't exist. It's yeah. It's
0: impossible. Uh, mm-hmm. And brand Halo exists for a reason on Amazon. So if you have a brand, it's even more complex because there's a lot of cross-selling opportunities on the platform.
1: Hmm. And um, just in case, uh, could you break down what brand halo means? What do you, what do you mean by that? That it's difficult to track on uh, that makes it difficult to track total a cost on a per product basis.
0: Yeah. So for one, if we're kind of starting high level, Amazon gives us what's called sponsored product, advertised product report. And that's the report that Michael's referring to where you could potentially attribute the sales from a sponsored product ASIN and the spend for that ASIN and then overlay it with the organic sales from the business report. Like that's highly possible. But what Amazon does is they have what's called brand halo. And basically it's very likely that a customer lands on one ASIN and goes to your store page and, or sees another one of your sponsored ads below the product detail pages and purchases another ASIN, especially if you have an established brand or any form of brand presence on the platform. They do show some of that data with the advertised product report. You can see what what's it, the actual column name? Do you know off the top of your head? It's like ASIN's purchased from this ad that weren't this ad, something like that. So you oh, same, that.
1: same skew, different skew.
0: Yeah. Yes. But in the big picture, Amazon doesn't give us attributed sales on sponsored brands because you're advertising three products. So they could see all three products, click on your landing page, go to your store page and buy a product. That's nowhere near related. Um, and sponsor brands typically make up around fifteen to twenty five percent of your sales. So if you even want to try to do a TACOS on an ASIN level, your data is not going to be clearly aligned because we're going to be missing over twenty percent of the data potentially.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, So it's it may be worth knowing, but you know it would be called like the sponsored products total ACOS report, which is a a different metric than what we're talking about here. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's interesting, you know, in our experience, like when we were planning this episode, we both mentioned like, Hey, you know what? Like brands have never asked for total a cost per product. Uh, why do you think that is?
0: There's a few reasons. Um, one of the biggest reasons is I think the majority of brands on the platform are aware of the customer journey mm-hmm. and that there is cross selling. I mean, if you have a, Account rep, a vendor rep, an Amazon advertising rep, any form of rep, running any type of ESP, you'll be very familiar that it's very possible someone clicks on one ace and it goes to another. So I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest thing. And then also the majority of brands view Amazon advertising as a traditional marketing budget. So they're saying, hey, here's the money I have to market this brand or this category. Let's make it as efficient as possible. Versus on the flip side, all the people who got in really early on PL were selling in a different industry than we're selling in now. So I think they have some of those rooted misconceptions from when they started four years ago that Amazon advertising is, you know, a slot machine. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. put in money and you can make a lot of money from it. It's not necessarily like that anymore. So I think that's some of the differences.
1: Yeah, I do. I do believe like, yes, you can look at your total Amazon revenue and use that to inform a budget decision, it probably should not be a hard and fast if If this, then then that. that. So like, yeah, (laughs) like (laughs) what's that?
0: I said, you gotta be flexible in our industry. Things change so quickly.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. So like, if you had an, if this, then that, like some kind of automated thing, like if my revenue is blank, then go set the, Add budget to ten percent of that. You would get into those scenarios that we mentioned before, where you are decreasing spend, decreasing total sales, decreasing spend, decreasing total sales, and you know that would repeat. So budgets are really you know business level decisions. And like, yes, you can look at your you know total revenue as a guidepost, but having that hard and fast calculation can get you into not so great scenarios. So, so the, re- the real question is, so let's say we have a total ACoS goal of 10% and you open up an account and it's at 20%. So you're you're off by a factor of 100%. You're, you're off you're from 10% to 20%. How do you get it down? How do you begin to, to get it down from 20% to 10% just being the PPC person? And before you answer... I feel like it's very important to mention if the only total ACOS optimization that you have and the only SEO optimization that you have is PPC, like PPC is the only thing you do to boost your SEO. And when you think about total ACOS, you immediately go to ads every single time and you never go anywhere else. I think you're going to have a lot of trouble on Amazon because PPC is only one factor in organic sales, organic ranking, and it is not even the most important factor. So it is definitely worth mentioning that before you answer that question, or you might want to add to that even before we start talking about how, how can you optimize your total ACoS through paid? um, Do you have any other comments on, Hey, total ACoS is an important metric. If you are because we mentioned this at the start of the show, there's multiple levers. One of them being you can increase organic sales. And that's a huge lever that some people forget about when they're looking at their total ACoS.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Like at the end of the day, you need to have more things in place than just Amazon advertising. You need to be tracking what that ranking is for your top keywords, how well you're converting. Um, one thing that you called out earlier that I want to mention is something as small as your reviews changing. You know, if you go from four stars to three and a half stars, that's going to immediately change your conversion rate more than likely. The moment your organic conversion rate changes, your ads are not going to be running as efficiently because I can be spending the exact same amount of money, but if it's not converting as high, I'm going to be driving less amount of sales. So a lot of people don't understand that correlation that like the moment something happens on the organic side, it's going to directly affect your ad sales typically because when you're running sponsored product ads, at least I can't influence the conversion rate per se. I can drive a ton of traffic, but if that person doesn't convert, I can't change the creative of that sponsored product ad. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that was a huge call. It was that correlation. But if we're getting into the kind of tactical aspects of how you right. can really like decrease your TECOS Um, The two biggest things we're usually gonna look at is like budget diversification and bid optimization. Bid optimization is amazing because the whole goal of it is to basically say, how can I lower my CPCs? How can I more efficiently bid on all these top keywords to drive a more profitable ACOS, thus cutting back spend? The second lever is looking at your overall budget and just being like, where can I cut spend on anything that's not profitable? while I'm working on optimizing the bids. That's the quickest way is probably to run just a really quick budget cut on everything unprofitable. Mm-hmm. Trimming could, the fat. Yeah, yeah. There could 100% be second order consequences of lowering your TCOS, which is where it gets into like one of those like black box areas of, yes, you can trim the fat on this, but you were, even though it was so expensive, you're converting amazingly well. So now your organic ranking may drop. But that's the yeah. thing we look at <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it really is. So like trimming the fat is obviously the easiest thing to do, taking over an account. Hey, is that 20% total ACoS? We're trying to get it down to 10. Are there just campaigns that shouldn't even be running? Like were there there some kind of experimental thing where there's keywords that have just not converted, you know, trimming the fat, identifying those poor performing areas, ideally is something that is happening on a very regular basis. Um, in terms, go ahead. I
0: was going to add, where it gets tricky, and this is where it's like you have to have a strong relationship with your advertiser, and an advertiser should have a strong relationship with you, is there are certain factors that affect like your overall decision making. Um, for example, I always give this example. On Prime Day, we've been on this one keyword, and it was converting a 30% advertising conversion rate. That that's is insane. Like That's such a high conversion rate, and it's in a very competitive category. But the CPC was over $8. Oy. So even though we were converting <laughs> so well, from a high level is running at like a 200% ACOS. Now mm-hmm. we set this aside as a campaign specifically for ranking purposes, because I knew if I drove volume on something that's converting this well, our organic rank was going to increase. But if a client comes to me and only TCOS focused, that's where it's like, hey, we may have to pause this campaign for immediate efficiency but if you're, you know, dropping the volume on a keyword, it's converting that well, you may stop ranking as well organically. So it's hard. You have to really pick and choose and know strategically what you're advertising towards.
1: Yes. I could not agree more, you know, so like it, the main thing is like bid and budget management. And then like the subheadings, the subcategories here are, I think it's become more important to have separate goals for separate things inside your campaigns. So your, you don't want your ranking campaigns to be, you don't want your ranking based keywords to probably be lumped in with your branded terms in the same spot and then you're like you're looking at that campaign a cost and you're you're scratching your head or or something like that or you don't want your you know generic top of funnel keywords to be there with your like core ranking keywords because you might look at that and like see that as an area to like trim some fat when actually if you had that in a separate location you know maybe the ad group in the campaign had the word ranking in it you would know like oh okay like i know my I'm going to go more aggressive here. So, like, bid and budget management, I think, is becoming, it's always been important. And, like, when CPCs go up or whatever happens, it becomes even more important. And then, you know, to splash in some campaign structure there, having different bid and budget management strategies for different kinds of keywords and targets that you're going after is incredibly important. So, like, understanding how much you're spending on. Branded traffic, uh, non-branded traffic, ranking keywords, competitor terms, you know, self-products, brand defense, all of those things. It's helpful to know where you stand in in each of them because they're different, usually different goals. Um, So that's becoming even more important.
0: 100%.
1: Yeah. Let's take a super duper simple example, one that is so simple, then we can extrapolate some learnings on it. Let's say that total A cost is 20%. And let's say this example is so simple, it's got one product and, you know, it's got like two campaigns it's got an auto campaign and a manual campaign and let's even uh, manual sponsored products and let's even take away like sponsored brands and sponsored display because i want to like talk about the mechanism like what are we you? what are we actually doing to the budget and the bids and let's just assume it's just one campaign it's like so simple what kinds of changes are we actually making to like the average keyword
0: well, for keeping it incredibly simple, we know if we're going to lower our TCOs, we have to decrease our spend. So, one of the so is that
1: just a budget decrease?
0: I would I would start with CPCs still. Mm-hmm. CPCs are going to make your biggest difference because you and I talked about this earlier. If you cut your budget and just say, "Hey, I'm pulling my back my budget in general," you could be hurting your overall because because you're just like saying, "Hey, I don't want to spend a ton." And then you're left with maybe your higher ACoS terms, getting more budget than your lower ACoS terms. It's a tricky thing. So we always recommend like starting with your bid optimization, go in on the keyword level, look at your keywords and strategically know, I need to cut back here. I need to cut back here and I need to trim the fat here. And then again, there's only two campaigns. So you can Mm -hmm. also pull back your budget as long as you know that you're first optimizing for that ACoS and then you can kind of decrease budget in the meantime. And then when your ACOS gets in a good spot, because your keywords are running really efficiently through Bid Manager, then you can start increasing that budget because you know that within the campaign your spend is being efficiently distributed across keywords.
1: Yeah. exactly exactly yeah. <laughs> and and it, it, another simple example would be you know let's say you had like one keyword and a ten dollar a day budget, uh, and you got you were paying a dollar per click, so that would be ten clicks. For that ten dollars a day budget per day, and if you just shrunk the budget, you cut it down to five. That would be now five clicks a day. Yeah. So you're you're trading a lot. You you know, you'd be cutting your budget in half, and theoretically, only five clicks. You'd be cutting your orders and by fifty percent. However, if you were to maybe instead lower the budget to maybe seven dollars a day, so now you decrease the budget a little bit, but then maybe you lowered the bid to 70 cents. Now, theoretically, you can still get 10 clicks, potentially 10 clicks, except now you're doing it for 70 cents. I'm sorry, $7 because you you lowered the clicks. Yeah. So that kind of sweet spot where it's like, hey, I can lower the budget a little bit, but like the bid is the star of the show because like it doesn't make sense if you just lower it to $7, keeping it at a dollar CPC. Yeah. So if you can like lower bids and really understand bid optimization, that is where the magic can happen uh, where you can sometimes maybe you're cutting the budget because you want to cut the budget more than the sales get cut. Um, so you may find those efficiencies in those sweet spots. And like when you find that, that's the gold.
0: Yes. A million percent. We may have to answer some questions after this one. Yeah. If anyone has any questions, like post them in the comments. Cause this is, Such a underrated subject, bid management in general. And I know you and I have kind of dove into, I think one of our first podcasts, we actually dove into this, but it's, it's hard to lay out because when you run through the numbers, like on a podcast, you almost need to like take a piece of paper and like write it down so people can visualize it and really see it, but it's a fun topic.
1: You know, many people listen to podcasts while they're driving somewhere. I hope, uh, people are not pulling out a pen (laughs) and paper while driving. (laughs) Like they're stopped at a light. They're like, okay, 10 clicks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Destiny, it warms my heart to uh, have you back on the show. Uh, love hearing you say things like, oh, our first podcast and now we're do- podcasting again. It's such a joy to have you on the show. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I think I think we hit this topic good. I think we hit this topic really good. Um, so I'm stoked that we talked a lot about the tactical ways to approach this, ways to think about it, some of the things that probably our most successful clients are doing. Uh, I'm super stoked that we hit on this. Uh we are going to do our first ever giveaway, which is very exciting. Yes. So what were the, what were the, what were the sweepstakes rules again? You just have to comment, uh, and
0: comment, tag us. So we know you <laughs> watched gosh. this and you listened and you're excited yes. about tacos.
1: <laughs> you got, you got to share it. Get, maybe drop a comment. Yes. And then we're going to grab all those names, put them in a random thing. And you, uh, you, you have a fast track to a Taco Bell dinner best podcast um, ever i'm so which excited t- taco, yes the best time to eat taco bell is 3 a.m um, <laughs> <laughs> <I, laughs> um destiny it's, it's an absolute blast um and have a good one everyone and i will see you next week here on the PPC den podcast have a good one